Hey team, it's Jeezy. Welcome to Token Not Needed, your uncensored, unnecessary crypto conversation. You've asked, you've waited. Here is your crypto intel drop for January 24th, 2021. Let's begin. First and foremost, we are doing something different with the audio. When I use a blue mic, my old blue snowball, I have a tendency to redline the recording volume even in that sound dampening environment. My recording cut cage, you could say. Um, a little backstory, when I first started TNN, I was sick. Uh, so the first few episodes, you, you can tell, and I had to stand in front of, um, directly in front of the snowball, maybe less than an inch away, just to be audible. And I never truly adjusted. There have been periods where I've stepped back from the mic, and I've still been like, why do I have to yell in order to be audible? And I finally put it together. I have dropped that snowball a bunch of times, and it is old, while it's not the cheaper snowball, because um, there are two models for the blue snowballs. There, there's a newer version without the, without all the bells and whistles on the backside. I have the more expensive version of it, um, but it is old, and I have dropped it. And I finally put it, I finally put it together when I was recording the last fireside. I'm like, what if it's busted? Like, why don't I just get a new mic? So. I will be getting a new mic. Um, in the meanwhile, I will be recording TNN to my phone, like how I do the firesides. And uh, yeah, that's it. It's going to have the same presentation as TNN has always had in information dense format, uh, simply because time is money. And if you, if I made you listen to me for three hours, I would feel bad, to be honest. <laughs> so that's why it's like, 30 minutes max. Sometimes it's longer if there's a lot of news and if I don't do firesides in between. Um, but going forward, I just want to reassure you the yelliness of TNN will not be a problem. So tell your friends, tell your family, TNN's back and TNN is listenable. With that out of the way, uh, special shout outs to Jason Parser on Telegram who offers this great advice. If your 2017 last paradigm bags aren't pumping, you may want to reconsider. It's a sentiment I've offered myself and I think is absolutely right. Projects die. High caps die. Every cycle. No one is safe aside from Bitcoin itself. If Vitalik keeps honey dicking us with the same ETH scaling meme, not even ETH is safe. It's been years, Money Skelly. Gas is fucking outrageous. I think perhaps sharding slash scaling should have been out the gate first with Phase Zero's beacon chain. Another special shout out to CRYPT1CGENGAR. Cryptic Ganger on Twitter, aka Ganger, Gengi, <laughs> who offers this 
if you know, you know advice to all crypto apes out there. An ape must learn to protect their banana. A modern-day Zunji. Love that guy. Some quick TA for Bitcoin. So, uh, I am pretty good at TA. I obsessed over my trading view during the time I utilized BitMEX during the brutal Bitcoin bear. Given how whales painted capitulation on Bitcoin's chart, I thought it appropriate to return to TradingView and help however I can. So far, I've been right with my TA for the last week and change. I have been posting it however often as necessary at GZ Talks on Telegram. Right now, RSI is curving back up on day, back up to 50, which is pretty much the baseline. My volume analysis indicator, while high, is about to cross. That works with my idea that we're about to retest resistances to form the third descending peak, which is a bearish pattern. This is of immense importance for many reasons. The first is that this could be capitulation. Yes, I see the bullish descending wedge that is weeks out on the day chart. However, before we see if that plays out, we need to account for this third descending peak. The peak may form at the retest of resistance at 35.3k. If it forms, the most plausible trajectory is a short-term plunge to test our support at 27.9k, as per my flawless golden ratio indicator. I hate talking about myself. I actually do hate talking about myself, even though this is my show, <laughs> uh, because this is a team effort. So please excuse this. Please indulge me. My accuracy has been scarily accurate to the hundreds. I take this seriously for myself and my money, but also to try to protect all of you. Either way, to continue the golden bull run, we need to see Bitcoin break up over 40.1k and rest on 39.1k. Ideally, breaking through that resistance at 41k and resting at 40.1k. That will break the descending triple peaks pattern and break the capitulation pattern drawn by whales. Remember, capitulation is a short-term thing relative to the entire Bitcoin timeline and where it will go. It's not impossible that this is it for the time being. Better safe than sorry. Let's, let's talk about BlackRock. BlackRock is the world's largest asset manager with $7.8 in assets under management. The firm has filed with the SEC for two of its funds to invest in Bitcoin futures. The two funds are BlackRock Strategic Income Opportunities and BlackRock Global Allocation Fund. Both funds are allowed to use only cash-settled crypto futures, meaning the holder slash holders will receive a simple cash credit once the contract expires. Such settlements do not require physical delivery of the underlying asset. More specifically, BlackRock's two funds will only trade in those Bitcoin futures that trade on exchanges registered 
with the Commodity Futures Trading Commission, aka the CFTC. Currently, guess fucking what? The only exchange registered to do so is the CME Group. CME? CME? Wow, that's that sounds familiar, Jeezy, you may be thinking. Everyone is so bullish on BlackRock's Bitcoin futures offerings, but those who forget the past aren't ahead of the curve, nor will they see it coming when and if they're blindsided by another CME-influenced bear market. Have we forgotten how bullish everyone was in December 2017 when the CME group announced that they would be offering Bitcoin futures? Have we forgotten how CME's Leo Milamed announced they'd tame Bitcoin in November 2017, right before they announced they would be offering Bitcoin futures? And look at that. CME Group is the only exchange BlackRock can utilize. They want to tame Bitcoin. Let's not forget that. It does not mean laggard boomers and duplicitous big banks won't flee into Bitcoin if it's useful. Like right now, as USD is expected to lose 20% value in 2021. And it doesn't mean they have to tame it low. Be optimistic, but be cautious. Never give up, but never forget. Today's episode is dedicated to... At RealOGAnonymous on Twitter. In a battle for goodness justice, the truth, and against fascist propaganda, Nazis, and hate, it's important to take a step back and show appreciation for Anonymous's endless fight against disinformation. Kurt is the founder of Anonymous and creator of 420chan.org. 420chan.org is good vibes, good people, and honestly a real great community. Join the fight for good. Kurt's Patreon can be found at patreon.com slash curtainer. Once again, that's patreon.com slash k-i-r-t-a-n-e-r. Free Curtner! Now let's continue. You've asked, and you shall receive. All things considered, this is perfect timing. Here is your crypto intel drop for January 24th, 2021, including crypto narratives, trading ideas, and things only uncovered after some serious digging. You ready? Before we begin, There is a delicate balance I am finding with keeping juicy details for TNN and letting it loose on the firesides on Telegram at GZ Talks. It comes down to timing. Not every week is perfect timing like today. Crypto is a 24-7 cycle of drama, ideas, and trading. So for things that cannot wait, It has to be released in a fireside. For everything else, TNN gets the nut. Building this from nothing has been a journey, and I thank you all for joining us. 
for joining me on this path we are carving for ourselves. If you listen, you are a part of the team. It is as simple as that. If you ever need to reach me, I'm an open book. We are all in this together. I truly believe that. Let's start with BAT. B-A-T, Brave Browser, the best browser in the game. My personal browser of choice. Browser, 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 browser. <laughs> the hiccup with BAT has always been, hey, you know what, man? I see the stablecoin narrative. I see the next Chainlink meme potential. But why would it ever be expensive? Well, I have your answer. On January 7th, 2021, on the official Brave blog, they detailed Brave's rapid growth since 2016. 24 million monthly active users, 7 million daily, which, hey, is great. But did you find the hidden treasure buried in plain sight? Brave Research Team is designing and building Themis version 2. Themis is the protocol that will decentralize Brave and its advertising structure, but also the rewards system. It reads, Brave version 2 allows users to request updates and validate their reward state in a private and unlinkable way. In addition to increasing trustlessness of Brave, Themis version 2 is a step forward in decentralizing the current infrastructure. Validate. Italicized. You know, one way projects decentralize their platforms is through nodes. You can see it with Smartlands to Chainlink to previous Masternode seasons and even today's evolution of Masternodes in DeFi season. I'll call it Validator nodes, perhaps Oracle nodes like Smartlands, as well as general validator nodes like Chainlink. Advertisers already have to buy up the book to run ads on Brave, giving advertisers and we the traders an option to run nodes to help decentralize the platform and incentivize doing so is the way to send bat into multiples unforeseen prior. Before this, it was pure wishful thinking and 100% reliance on me magic to get bat even over a dollar. Now, we have a realistic scenario, a why and a how. If you haven't been accumulating for the next link slash lull stablecoin forever me magic, you now have an actual scenario for doing so. Let's talk resurrected projects. I have a, I have sort of a thing for resurrected projects, if you haven't noticed. We did minimum 10 times in Equilibria, aka Zek XEQ, but also early in our journey, we did a minimum 100 times in ImageCoin, aka IMG. Resurrected projects are projects that seemingly go extinct, but maintain active development. These are not easy to find. I dig for these. I ask around. I get on my knees. Anyways, <laughs> sometimes someone drops intel to me. These are the unicorns of unicorns because their absolute bottoms are even further than where they should be. Gains are intense, but also incredible. 
These are high risk, so be forewarned. Here are two things for you to consider. The first I've talked about because, uh, hey, I've been in it, flipped it, and I've watched it reset all the way to the bottom of the sea. Say hi to Octo, the king of the motherfucking seas. Best, best DeFi project. I love, I fucking love Octo. <laughs> anyway, uh, Giant Coin is a 100k MCAT project at one cent. In the OG DeFi season, with stuff like PolicyPal, you know, that insurance platform with that lady who was a Forbes 30 under 30. How'd that work out for you guys, by the way? As well as stuff like Quant and Lithium, you know, just basic 2018 DeFi stuff. Anyway, in OG DeFi season, Giant fit the narratives. It was DeFi and it was Masternode. In 2018, Masternode still printed money. For those new to crypto, think of, think of yield farming and liquidity providing, but the foundation on which they were built. Masternodes were, are, are, do people, do people still use them? Were. Let's go with were. Masternodes were a basic stake tokens, get tokens platform. Unlike this current trend of uh, long vesting periods and trickling out pathetic faucets to holders, I mean, like, I love EQ. Thanks for transitioning to DOT. I think your project is amazing. Uh, but yeah, man, I want my tokens, <laughs> especially since you're doing a token sale, I see. Anyway, enough about EQ. Let's go back to Giant. Uh, <laughs> unlike this current trend of long vesting periods and trickling out pathetic faucet pittances to holders, Masternodes had no lock, no reward delay, none of these new safeguards in these DeFi projects. People got the rewards and they dumped. It became a hype game, not unlike yield farming is right now. DeFi is the evolution of Masternodes. Giant was special in my eyes and remains a curiosity because the dev A still worked his ass off despite being the brutal bottom bear. B has been remarkably open about struggles to finance development because of having launched near the start of the Bitcoin bear. And C has recently announced that development will continue and detailed what he has done before. Development stopped because he has a real job that of course became priority during the Bitcoin bear market. Giant is a decentralized options platform. I loved it so much I had nodes. The alpha platform worked, I used it. It's a masternode for the same reason why big projects use nodes, to help decentralize the platform. The work from here is as follows. They need a better modern aesthetic they need to adopt these new nodes security features now offered thanks to DeFi season. They need delayed rewards. They need to, uh, they need a node seller penalty. I'll throw that in right now. And they need to add long-term vesting for stakers. If they do all three, as well as have a, <laughs> have a better aesthetic, to be honest, you're gonna wish you had a node because this dev works his ass off. The other resurrected project I want to talk about right now is Aegis, AKA AGS. Same scenario as Giant, but without a theme. 
Aegis is like an Apollo, where it was a generic Master No Dash clone, but with a different aesthetic. IPFS, staking, and privacy messaging. The same three features any Masternode project had when Masternodes lived amongst us. This is also why privacy messengers with a token are, in my opinion, nothing special. Sorry, Loki. But yeah, Aegis was a generic Pivx clone, you could call it a Dash clone, until last year. They have since rebranded and have adapted to DeFi season. Aegis is now A-E-G-I-S instead of A-E-G-E-U-S. It's now a DeFi platform offering micro-lending and, check this out, synthetic asset insurance. At 200k MCAP and 7 cents, it may be worth a node. As with anything not on an ETH-based exchange or on ETH itself, be careful. Even Binance and their smart chain struggle to pump their alts and steal volume from Uniswap's apparently omnipotent deck season. You may run into trouble selling on centralized exchanges like Grayview, Gate, and even Bitmax. All three have seen better days. As we shift completely away from centralized exchanges, the risk of these exchanges suddenly going under and you losing your money remains high. So be excited, but be careful. Let's talk uh, NFT Season Part 2. You see it unfolding as we speak. We have killed it in evolved NFT platforms like NFTX, aka NFTX, Unifty, aka NFI, and now Muse, aka M-U-S-E. What's the evolution, you may ask? Well, if you caught the fireside from early January, ahem, GZ Talks on Telegram, you received early intel on how NFT indexes will be the next evolution in NFT season. And hey, wow, look at that. It's underway and we're flying. NFTX will be the market leader in this realm. In my opinion, they will be as big as FTX and SNX. You can see it. Unifty, aka NFI, is the younger brother to NFTX. So get your bags now and enjoy the ride. You even see our narrative of money laundering through NFTs getting picked up by major outlets like Cointelegraph. Yesterday, a quote, ultra rare alien CryptoPunk NFT, unquote, sold for $750,000. $750,000. And guess what the speculation was? Ahem. Well, it looks like NFTs are adopting real-world arts money laundering L-O-L-R-O-F-L emoji face. We are ahead of the curve, and we are fucking staying there. Well, well, well. It is time to announce the winner of the 50 USD courtesy of yours truly and publicly verified Utilizing random.org's sexy, trusted, third-party drawing service, which, uh, you know, isn't free, etc. and so forth, to provide assurance that everything is legit as it is.
a slow acceleration of booms till you realize it's a goddamn TX emerging from the trees, please. And the winner is Trent underscore Ledger. Oh, wow. Tis the season for repeat winners. You have defied the odds. One out of 64 proper entrants. Congratulations. As per contest rules, you have 24 hours from this tweet timestamp Pacific Time to claim your prize. Otherwise, it will be redrawn. Congrats, congrats. Okay, so like, I'm mixing it up to keep you all on your toes. For TNN16, we are doing something special. We will be giving away words, words, away, words are, words are difficult. <laughs> we will be giving away 50 USD, be it Amazon gift card or ETH or, or a stable coin, whatever we agree upon. All you gotta do is follow and retweet. You can find me on Twitter at TJEEZY. Why? Why? Three whys, because honestly, I stole that aesthetic from former tennis player Nicole Gibbs with her Gibbsy Twitter username, and honestly, I think I do it better. So there's that. Uh, so, <laughs> so that's the first part. Follow and retweet. Follow me on Twitter and retweet the TNN16 tweet. Additionally, up for grabs is an additional $25 all you gotta do is subscribe to our Telegram channel at Jeezy Talks on Telegram and confirm your Twitter handle via DM on both platforms when the winner is announced. Let me repeat that because this is brand new territory. Additionally, up for grabs is an additional $25. All you gotta do is subscribe to our Telegram channel at T... Oh, it's not TJ, is it? <laughs> All you gotta do is subscribe to our Telegram channel for the next my book surprise. It's uh, at G-G-J-J-E-E-Z-Y-T-A-L-K-S GC Talks on Telegram. And if you do win, confirm your Twitter handle via DM on both platforms. That's it. So, the first, as it's always been, Follow and retweet on Twitter. Rewind this if you have to listen to that over again. I'm not repeating that. <laughs> and the second part, the, uh, the new part, is uh, for the additional 25. Subscribe to our Telegram channel at GZ Talks on Twitter. And if you do win, confirm your handles on both platforms whenever that is announced. Same rules apply. All winners are announced in the podcast. Once again, by the way. All winners are announced in the podcast and have 24 hours from the podcast release timestamp to claim their prize. After 24 hours, if it goes unclaimed, there is one redraw. If it is not claimed after the redraw, it will be utilized in a later episode. TNN is still a work in progress. I, as a host, am still a work in progress. I mean, I mean, as a person, I'm still a work in progress. <laughs> But as a host, I'm even more, I, I'm even more uh, a, uh, a WIP. Uh, thank you for your patience. 
understanding, but also your support. Good vibes, good people, can't miss. Love you all, stay safe, and hey, be kind to each other. Bye!